How dare you burgle my turd? <laughs> I love turd burglars because why? <laughs> what, why would, why you would do that? You're such a loser. You steal people's poopoos and put them in your pocket. <laughs> you are now listening to Good, Bad, or Bullshit. Hello and welcome to the Good, Bad, or Bullshit Podcast. My name is Bo Schwartz, and you've arrived at the place where conversation is the foundation for higher thoughts but before joining me Bo Schwartz intrepid podcaster extraordinaire I'm also joined by beard professional Michael Hodgins who's got one of the best beards in the business and he's showing it off today hello Michael how are you doing it looks like I dipped my chin in white paint that's what it looks like yeah it does it does you forgot uh, to mention unemployed okay. person Stay-at-home dad. In oh, yeah, unemployed home. person and stay-at-home dad. And also joining us, uh, Crofton. Hi, Crofton. <laughs> hey, I can't grow a beard to save my life. Woo! Have you really tried? I think at one point I saw hair on your face. And I've tried. I've good. tried before. And I can grow a beard, but, like, when I grow facial hair, I look – I'm, like, one of those people that looks more villainous. Okay. You know? You, you just sort of grows the, the small mustache, and then it's like a little bit, and you're like, oh, he went from trustworthy to not very trustworthy. Like that uh, episode of the original Star Trek where Spock is evil Spock, yeah. and he just has a goatee, and he's like, oh, you look at him. He's so evil. You can him. tell by the goatee. Yeah. <laughs> For me, that's – I don't have a friendly goatee. What can Apparently, I say? Apparently, though, beards are like um, children like men with beards. Like like they think they're less threatening. Uh, and they so they're but yet my my toddler every day says dad i hate your beard he says like, right now, straight up i'm like i'll shave it soon son. it's funny maybe they're conditioned by santa claus we met santa claus uh at the mall the oh, other wow, day really yeah he looked legit like he, he had a legit beard he was really great like amazing and so my daughter really really wanted to meet santa claus we're waiting in line forever like it was like an hour plus and she was like i i tried to say like step out of line i'll keep our spot go around come back she's like no i want to meet santa so we were in line whole time did great get to see santa of course quintessential thing she's scared shitless of santa and uh, she doesn't want to sit on his lap and is like giving him sort of shifty eyes. Didn't even really want to walk in front of him, which was the only way to get to the exit. So she, I was on the other side at one point and she was on the other side to Santa. And he's like, bye, Gwen. And, and, and I'm like, come on, Gwen, come on. And she's looking at him. And it's like a, a scene in Indiana Jones where she has to walk across a fire pit or something to get to me. She's so scared. But afterwards, and I thought this was interesting. She pointed out to me that she wasn't just scared of Santa because he's an old creepy man, uh, which seems like the right reason to be scared of Santa. She was actually scared of his magical powers. And to me, that is actually a fairly legit reason to be scared of Santa. Yeah, that's wise. Because Santa, if you be if you believe in Santa, then you believe in all that he can do, which is travel around the world in one night. To Surveil you every day. Yes. Know if you're naughty. Know if you're nice. 
deli- like this go yeah. transport down chimneys despite his massive girth. So he has an unknown amount of magical power. And so for her, she's like, she's never met someone that she knows for a fact is magical. And so she met him and was scared, not of him being a man, because she's she knows lots of old men. And she wasn't scared of them. She's scared of him because of his powers, which I think yeah. is smart. Yeah, he, he's they basically more... a religious inquisitor, right? Like, if you were if you were organizing an inquisition of some kind, you would you would hire him, and you wanted the best possible person. He'd be the man to hire, right? Yes, because he knows everything. Yes. Yeah, I guess so. But then, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> who would you want? You want. Uh, I don't know. You know the names of politicians. Well, if you'd, want to, up ma- you'd want to use his powers for evil is what you're saying, Bo? No, if, if... no. The Inquisition is a force of good. We're trying to root out the uh, the disturbing elements of a society, right? It's true. If you had somebody who was able to say who was naughty and who was nice on a systematic level, you could technically eliminate all the naughty people. That's but right. You, uh, what do they call them? You could also just check and see if they have... You could just check and see if they have goatees, and then you can just <laughs> knock it off right then. <laughs> I was I was also going to say about Santa is his powers become more amazing as society progresses because my house is a, is a pretty new house now that I've rebuilt it all, mm. and it doesn't have a chimney. So, uh, you know, if, if Ivan's like, how Santa get in? I'm like, oh, well, he'll come out our two-inch PVC exhaust uh, pipe into the furnace, and then he'll come up through our vents, which is extremely disturbing. Uh, and amazing. So, you know, he's got to change with the times. I'm I'm trying not to lie to my kid about Santa. So pretty much almost all the information she has about Santa, I did not give her. Um, and when she asked me questions like, how does Santa, or, or like the mall Santa, she's like, is it the real Santa? I said, do you think it's the real Santa? And she's like, I think it's a pretend Santa. I'm like, it might be. I don't know. Which is true. I don't know. How old that is she? Looks, she figured out about pretend real. Santas. Pardon me. How old is she? And she figured out about pretend Santas. She's three. But where would she, she have just, learned that there was a pretend Santa? How would she know? Because most things are pretend in real. Like she thinks most things are pretend. So but wow, what a jaded three year old. Like that's good. My Honestly, friend at school good. doesn't really like me. It, it just he's he's a social outcast and requires no, something like, to Bo, feel a sense read, of normalcy. Like, Half of children's books are sort of borderline disturbing. Even the like nice ones, there's like monsters and things in them. Even if they're friendly, you're just like, oh, it's pretend. I don't it's best not to fill your kid's the, head I, with. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't have a lot of. Con- you, you guys are better. I just am surprised that a three year old. Like, about if you were making Santa. your kid watch Heroes of the Storm or whatever, and like was Diablo <laughs> was killing something, you'd be like, let's just pretend. Yes, really? Yeah. They'd be able to There's tell not that really by the a numbers terrible shooting place. out over their heads. Okay. Yeah. I just I, you know, I thought there was a certain gravitas to Santa that it would be hard to She just hears me say a lot of things or pretend I'm like, you know, Bo's my pretend friend, you know, stuff what? like that. So uh... <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of pretend wow. friends, how I think about I that random to topic set generator? Your, I'm gonna have to set your daughter straight on a few things. Mike uh, uh, Croft is your pretend dad. You'll <laughs> <laughs> have to find out someday. I, uh, yeah, you no. better not leave me in a room alone with her for more than two minutes. I'm going to tell her all kinds of oh, lies. Oh, no, that's already an agreement that I have with Jesse. 
Oh, I'm okay. like, if I ever die, here's a f- list of a few do not do's. One of them is like, don't ever leave Gwen with Bo for longer than 30 seconds unsurveilled. Because yeah. even even if you die, I'm still going to tell her you're the pretend dad. She said, I, I know because... <laughs> don't cry. Don't cry, Gwen. He wasn't your real dad. You don't have to... <laughs> I think I might just tell Gwen, I'm like, just watch out for men with goatees. That's yeah. it. And that'll keep, take care of both of you. And by the Solid way, Mike, Mike, Mike's looking like super sexy tonight for some reason. Thank you, bro. Yeah, it's like <laughs> it's just like he's looking like really attractive, but with that beard, he's just like he's you like killing the beard, it. Huh? Yeah, because I was just saying, saying to Andrew the other day, I'm like, I can't take this beard. I feel like it's if. I feel like it's literally a taped on like prop. I don't feel like it's part of it. It does have that just... quality to it. It does, but it doesn't look taped on. Like it looks like your beard. But yeah, I know what you yeah, mean. It's, it's, yeah, it's just well, I'm thick. glad you prove Bo. I do. I'm glad. I, it's not I... a question of approving or disapproving. It's just my natural feeling. So you can't control those. Good. No. My natural feeling is we should pull out the random topic generator. Let's do it. All right. Good segue. Um, thanks for that. Uh, where is the random Mike? You I are in charge of that. Got it here. I just dusted it off. Started huh. up a second here. All right, there you go. There you go. I hear. <laughs> I might be yelling into my microphone. <laughs> got to get a vent in here or something. Um, so Santa can get in. Yeah. The topic today are beauty. Pageants. Beauty pageants. Well, sweet. What a good segue. Mike's already like halfway to becoming be a contestant in the, in the 40, the 40 plus. We're not quite 40 yet, but in a couple of years, you could join the 40 plus uh, male beauty pageant. Feels like we must be this close as a society to getting rid of beauty pageants. Hell oh, no. I, I'm hell shocked no. that they still exist. They We're, seem like. It just seems like a joke when you watch it. You're like, we're really doing this to women still? Like, especially in this, like, watershed moment of, like, you know, sexual harassment not being tolerated. It, it just seems like it's institutionalized sexual harassment. Come on out, ladies. In the It's the bathing suit scene. Oh, she looks like she needed to hit the gym a little bit more. Like, I mean, it's just terrible. They don't ever say that, do they? Well, really but <laughs> I mean, probably I, not any poorer. Are there, so, major question: Are there any beauty pageants that are for men? Is that a thing? Is there? Uh, there's bodybuilding. I don't know if we didn't. I don't think they're like a pageant. I don't think there's anything. Even if they called it a handsomeness or beauty or ruggedness, there's nothing. They're never. They're not like beauty pageants. We're not going like, what a beautiful man, so sensitive. Let's have him do his special skill for us and evaluate him on his special skill. And he's like, oh, my special skill is I'm a cobbler and I make shoes. Like, this is none of that. <laughs> I, like, I like it be like Bo's in a pageant. He's like, he plays Heroes of the Storm for 16 hours straight in front of a crowd. And they're like, whoa, that's amazing. <laughs> they have those bachelor auctions, right? Like, that's, that's a, yeah. it's a kind of a different thing. Yeah, it's not a pageant. <clears throat> No, no, I guess, I guess not. And I mean, but there's a lot of them, like you do the, the, uh, muscle thing, the bodybuilding thing, it, it, bachelor auctions. And there are other, there's a lot of things that are similar, similar to beauty pageants, but the very traditional beauty, beauty pageants, the Miss USA's, the whatever, like the one I associate with like 
and I, to be fair, I have never watched one of these things all the way through, although I've seen bits and pieces. Um, the where where like there's like the ball gown element. They're they, they're generally wearing a a ball gown, and then I guess get scored. And there's stuff like poise and 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 posture and all that sort of stuff. And then there's there's some competitions, and not all of them have a swimsuit element. And then there's an interview. There's an interview thing where it's like, and, and often in in the case of Miss USA, like they, they've won like I guess regionals and stuff to be like you know mm. Miss Rhode Island or Miss you know whatever, and then and then the winner is Miss USA, and then there's Miss Universe. That's another that's another big one for sure. You uh, know. Yeah, wow, I you hate know to say this. Maybe we can talk a bit, but like I know what my verdict is right now, and it's not going to change. <laughs> like. So, yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, this I mean, is uh, we could explore the topic in depth, but I don't. I, I just am like I, I can't. Okay, okay. Maybe let me step back. What's positive about a beauty pageant? Oh, I'm not saying I'm going to play devil's advocate on this one. I'm just so okay. Not. Let's like, go to verdicts. <laughs> uh, <laughs> wait, what's positive about you? Somebody's got to play devil's advocate. I could no. do that. No, I'm well, I said to, I... Yeah. so. So okay, <laughs> all right. Here, let's do some gymnastics. Well, see, look, um... I started. I was about to say. I was about to say it might help with self-esteem, and then I was like, or destroy self-esteem. <laughs> and I'm like, and I'm like, it might be more the latter. And depending who you are, it's just. So I'm like, no, not that. Do you guys I mean, hang on, hang on, hang on? But let's work ethic. Work ethic. I bet you that there's something about work ethic there. Work ethic, and and in terms of like overall health of the contestants, generally when I see, see mm. beauty beauty pageants, and I could be wrong on this, and again, is like you know the runway models that are like the Kate Mosses or the whatever. Like generally, beauty pageant uh, contestants that I see are not like that. They're more of like healthy fit type. Type uh, I would bet you that there's some eating disorder stuff in the beauty pageant circle as well. There are oh, unrealistic. I'm sure there is, and that's the that's part of the problem. The expectations that we place on women, I mean, and men, but way, way more so on women. No, let's not do the and men thing. This is like strictly. No, no, but I, I mean that 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 there there are um, body image things. Like if you see oh, Ryan sure. Gosling with his ripped abs, you know, you're like, oh man, my I don't have ripped abs. God damn it! It's the same for women, it, except yeah. it's more. It's way heavier for women. And with something like a beauty pageant, it's like. It's it's just the fact that that exists is like it seems abhorrent to me. Like, yeah. well, because so, the thing I was like trying to figure out how is this analogous to like other things, and I'm like, it's like if you have like a competition to see who makes the nicest clothes, and you put the nicest clothes on displays, and the nicest the person who made the nicest clothes is like the winner or something, and it's like. Well, wait. So that's just treating women like objects. <laughs> this is like, who came out genetically uh, to the standard that we sort of, you know, uh, whatever it is du jour. And uh, then, what? and then you put a crown on them. It's yeah. just like a tiara okay. with diamonds. Ah, let's just pile on then. Okay, so here's the, here's the thing. It's like the general age of beauty contestants is pretty young like generally you're talking like they they do miss teen usa miss teen whatever right yeah. and, the, and and then miss usa is probably 
early 20s, you know, early mid 20s or that sort of thing. So you've got and I am sure I have seen an ad for for a television show that was about like children training for beauty contests. Like, oh, it, there, when, wasn't there a reality? There was a reality show. Some that. reality yeah. show where they were like, it was like a kid, and it was like they had coaches and all this. And they're don't like, forget John Benet Ramsey, John Benet Ramsey. Yeah. Whatever. So what? So yeah. What was the deal with her? She, she was like, in pageants. She got murdered by someone. I mean, yeah, I, but I don't know the details. She was, she was in pageants as a child. And she was like six or something. Yeah. I mean, like I mean, that's crazy. Six, and they like sexualize them. It's awful. Like, awful. But why? Why does this exist still? Like, I mean, <laughs> no, because we have a culture that has objectified women since the beginning of time, and people are, well, people have been opening their eyes about this for the past hundred more years. But now it it's just like it seems like it should be done. I think what it's just money is there what money is there to be made out of it? Like what's the money angle? Like they, there's ads for the pageants when they're on Don't TV. Don't forget Donald Trump owned Miss Universe, was it? Yeah, yeah. Cuz there's, there's there's television rights, um there's for those uh, big ones. But like what about the like there's so many there's got to be so many pageants. Like they have like, you know, the miss something of a town pageant, you know, like, and it feels very like, to be fair here, we're Canadians. It feels very American, like an American thing that is, that is, um, we have a miss Canada though. We've got people. No, I know we do. We definitely do. It's true. Uh, and actually, and this is a true story. Uh, one of my previous colleagues, uh, at work was a miss Canada, uh, internet, like there's like miss Canada, miss Canada international winner, uh, and, and I never spoke to her about pageants because honestly, I, I don't have a tremendous um, interest in them. But like the bottom line is, is that once upon a time, she may not have even like like her parents might have been like, you know, she's a striking young lady. We're going to put her in pageants and maybe they make money if she wins or maybe it's like taking your kids to hockey. It becomes like a uh, an activity, like a family activity like oh man i just i can't wrap my head around the positive but i also can't wrap my head around the fact that it is still like it's just still a thing that happens and is going on today and i know that it's getting i think people are taking a closer look it's they've had issues with tv rights i remember seeing stories on entertainment websites saying that it's like uh you know it's not as lucrative obviously as it, as it used to be but um but the like, there's I can't I can't not only can I not find a positive influence, the fact that it impacting children. If it was just adults and adult body image and stuff like that, that'd be bad enough. But it's getting them so young, you know. I think the kids. I mean, it's probably fundamental. But for me, when I think about the topic, I think of the kids stuff as a niche, as a niche within this, like just of sick parents putting their children through this stuff. You know, like yeah, I yeah. Mean, and I maybe don't know it's, why it's big, but I think it's still it's still a slice of culture at large because the bigger the bigger pageants are on like wider cable, you know, distribution. I think probably they've lessened, but I think they're still like pretty pretty forefront in in culture. Like it's not it's definitely not a niche thing. You hear about Miss Universes and Miss USAs in the news and stuff. It's a person that that person becomes an ambassador of some kind. So it is a competition still bearing a lot of cultural 
currency, um, even as much as we, for now, might revile it. I mean, the 80s weren't that long ago. I feel like in the 80s, that shit was all good, man. Get those hot it ladies was, on the stage and let's see how it's, for let's sure see the best it one is. Well, it's funny. I was thinking about that just uh, before you, you go on. Uh, I, when I was, I remember watching one as a kid and my mom like put it on TV and it was probably in the 80s. <clears throat> and... Um, and I remember just being like, "Oh yeah," I mean, and I thought nothing of it. But as as a as a kind of contrast to that, when I was a kid, I also, I spent uh, a bit of time in the hospital. I got an injury on a play structure when I was in grade two, and I remember I berated as Explain a little so boy. What? Explained so much, probably head injury, right? It was a head injury, actually. Yeah, for sure. And um, <clears throat> and when I was in the hospital, <clears throat> I had a male nurse. And I remember as a kid being like, shouldn't you be a doctor? And saying like, it's good. And I said, um, and he was like, no, I, I'm a nurse. I'm like, girls are nurses. And and I think back to that now and I'm ashamed. <laughs> but that was in the 80s. And I was just like, well, I, I mean, I can blame it. I didn't know any better. But it was just like that was a, the dominant culture. Like, I can remember that. And now when I think back, but I was like, that's absurd. And like, I'm glad that just, like, my I son's just, doctor's a woman. And I mean, there's, it's just, it's a, we're in a different time the, now. I, the, the, I, sorry to interrupt, but just yeah, I'm vibing off what you're saying, which is like those kinds of attitudes, it wasn't that long ago and they can easily come back and be the dominant attitude. Like I think right now, culturally, there's a lot of people on the side of equality and understanding what it is that makes any type of category of person feel marginalized or objectified or devalued a lot of us are more sensitive to that right now it doesn't take much for me to imagine that the pendulum can swing back the other way and i'm sure in many you know cultures or communities throughout north america people still believe stuff like beauty pageants are awesome and 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 i believe that it i believe that it's an intrinsic part of americana in in that when beauty pageants all over the world, though, like it's not exclusive. No, it's just we it's know not, the American version. Definitely not, but and I don't know history about beauty pageants, but my guess is that the well, you know, it, it stems from the U the U S. primarily, at least the current format. But what what I just wanted to say was what I find really interesting and what what is kind of disturbing to me is that the beauty pageants that I've seen on TV. There's a there's a point where they decide who's going to win, okay? And so they get all the ladies up on stage and there's like essentially a drum roll and the host is opening the envelope and like milking it for all intents and purposes. And they're all holding their posture as best they can. And you can almost feel through the screen how desperately they want to win this thing. So – they and then you know and, the, and then somebody you know somebody wins goes up gets the crown and and like has like this just this expression often of absolute radiance on their head um afterwards and miss usa and and all that comes with a series of like responsibilities that you have to you have to fulfill or like going around and and, and appearing at air force bases or just different different things like this um and so maybe maybe there's a meal ticket associated to it or whatever but like those ladies really, really de reached a point in their in their minds where they really, really wanted this thing, because it provides a certain amount of personal validation for whatever reason. And I think what's really toxic is 
it, that's toxic. But on the kid's side, so let's say every every parent thinks their kid is the absolute best. My kid, oh, my kid is the most beautiful child or the, or the, the cutest. You know, everybody's like, oh, you have such a cute baby. Oh, your kid is so cute. And then you're like, oh, my kid is cuter than all the other kids. I'm going to put them in this competition. And then so I can have an external body validate the fact that my kid is, in fact, the cutest of all the kids. And so as a parent, I desperately – like I see my kid on stage and I'm like, oh, I desperately want them to get it because then it validates that I have the cutest kid of them all. Uh, and and God, that is just – that's just horrible. It, both horrible for what the parent yeah, is thinking but, in their minds and, and, and horrible in general. But hang on. But hang on. And I have some devil, devil's advocacy in me here on this one is that they do – Back to the adult one, because, again, the kid one, I, you're probably right. It's just stupidity. It's like it's more about the parent, less about the kid. But it is a training ground for them. But but it is it is a pageant. It is a competition. They do have practicable or practicable things that they do to prep to show things off beyond looking simply pretty. Uh, even though, you know, like it's nudge, nudge, wink, wink. It's about how hot they are. There is a fair amount of prep and, and, and performance associated with running through one of these competitions. Um, you know, so people gener- do work hard. They generally at the have a skill. There's a skill section. You're right, Bo. No, one, there's one, more one, than one, just a skill section. There's that, but then there's also the answer questions. Like there's, there is an aspect of performance, including how they perform on stage with how they walk. And you might say, oh, that's kind of crappy. But modeling is a thing. Like, the like performance A to Z uh, of womanhood, as gross as, I'm, as gross as that sounds, the people participating in it are not just there do a bunch of airheads doing absolutely dick all and just showing up and saying, aren't I the prettiest? Like, they do have to work at gaining approval or winning at a competition which has rules and a way that you play the game uh so so there's an aspect of gaminess to this i'm not saying it's a good game or that you know but 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 i would give some credit to the people participating that they work at something and that they're not just hope you know fingers crossed it's a meal ticket i show up and and push up my boobies a little bit and boom i miss america it's got to be a little more to it than that. Yeah, there there is work ethic at it, but yeah. I mean, this and this I find the kind of dominant overriding thing to me that is the it would be a problem even if it wasn't like this. But <clears throat> the fact and uh, I think Crofton said it this or the question there aren't male equivalents of this. There's no not male. There's no handsome pageant for a man, <clears throat> and and that that almost like is is pointedly part of that problem if there were if there had been a long history where there's the male handsome handsome man pageant where you wore (laughs) the ford the ford ford now he's coming out in (laughs) he's coming out in his leisure slacks now well good stride on him excellent posture uh i would be like okay uh i would i probably would still be like these things are still bad uh but you know it's something definitely yeah I, I I would still say they're bad, but it's worse that that it's just women. And you know, this is a bit of an aside, but I still think it's sort of related. <clears throat> now, the other day I went to a football game, okay. and I say it like that because I never go to a football game, but I got free tickets. You say it and that I way because you're very masculine and, and hetero. 
I, I let me finish. I, I live I live right next to the football. But state. I, I can't say no to free tickets for anything. No. <laughs> I'm also do. a cheap bastard. <clears throat> yeah. So I went there to the football game with my toddler, my wife. The kid uh, Ivan fell asleep, of course. Uh-huh. Even though they set off fireworks every time there's a foot there's a touchdown. That's how boring it was for him. Um, and then I remember thinking, like, so I haven't been to a football game. I don't, don't remember the last time. It might have been 20 years ago. And I'm sitting there, and you watch all these men, and they're looking all mountain macho. And then, like, there'll be a little timeout. And then there's these girls in, like, miniskirts dancing around. And I'm just like, this is awful. I, I, I just really feel it's 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 degrading that you have this division where it's, like, the uber masculinity of these men, and then you're like, now it's the like sexy lady entertain you while the men are like well, getting their prep. Right. Get it? So let's 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 advocate advocate a bit for this because I've come across because we're bringing it to the larger ha- our treatment of women generally, right? And beauty pageants are like symptomatic of it, so it's like natural to be talking about your experience at the football game where you have women just there. They're there to entertain. I don't know that I don't know that they're told that or that they believe that, but it is very entertaining for a man to watch a scantily clad woman dance. Like, like even even as 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 PC as we're gonna be, and as married as you both are with your spouses probably nearby, you can't you can't deny, even in a committed relationship, that it is not interesting to you, uh, at all. Like it's you know it's not you even are that. interested it's, in members of the opposite sex sure, or same sex if that's your but thing. It's but not, but Bo, it's not. But it's not. It's not even. It's not about that. And that's not. And I think that's the problem. Is mm-hmm. it? Is it? Men will be like, but I like looking at sexy ladies. It. It's more like, is this good for women? You know, it, it's not about like, sure, do I like it. Uh, it it's mm-hmm. like. It's like you're you're taking one aspect, mm-hmm. and, I, and I guess I guess the idea of beauty pageants was. What to do be you like, do? Outlaw? It's not one aspect. We ask them how they would create world peace as well. Right. We care about their ideas. So I mean, but I mean, it so seems like a sham, uh, in that it really is the the physical that they focus on. And again, that's my thing. It's like to be like women are whole people. They're not. Uh, they have a, they have sexuality. So do men. Uh, but, but, but what would... we see so much is like you put one aspect of it on, and yeah, you might like that as a viewer, Bo, or and I, you know, any man right. who likes to look at a sexy lady. I don't think this kind of culture is good is good for women or for men. Well, well, I because I think I I don't I don't necessarily agree with that because I think that a woman who's in control of her own life and her own body who wants to tantalize. Let's say men. I'm sure beauty pageants are not done for men. I think they're done for women. But we'll get back to beauty pageants. But, but I like the. I think that if someone wants to dance to tantalize men in a sexual way, but it's not sex in this way, you might say it's not good for women. But what are you going to do? Make it illegal? The fact that a dude likes to watch a girl no. dance and a girl is perfectly excited to maybe do that. Like, yeah, like I like doing this thing. I like dancing. I'm physically fit. And what do they want to look? That's fine. This is all fine. Why is that? Why is any of this actually that bad? And you know, like I, I there's think, gotta be a line. I where think, you well, can't I just think say what, it's what, bad completely. What it comes down to. So I think, and this, you know, a lot of people say, are saying we're in a watershed moment when it comes around the sexual harassment. And this all comes down to men entitlement towards women, where men think that they're owed sex, 
they're they're that that uh, women women are primarily sexual objects for them to consume, whether it's just viewing them or whether it's you know actually having them. And it's like and it's becoming clear that society is starting to say we're not going to tolerate this anymore because men are not entitled to sex whether they like it or not. Uh, and 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 that's the culture. So to say like do do some women like it? I'm sure they do, but there's a culture that has said uh, that. That that men are entitled to sex, and again they're not, and and that some women have got caught up in this culture too, and we're in the think in the midst of I a cultural shift happening, uh, where we're saying that like women are people, they can do what they want, they can dress how they want, uh, but again I would just say like we're all coerced by culture, and some of the the dominant like like I would be like who started pageants? I doubt it was women. Uh, we're not talking I about pageants. We're man's idea. back there. We're talking, about, we're talking about the idea that the thing that the woman's doing is for the male pleasure. Well, I'm also saying that, that the culture is one, I think, that was created by men. And, mm-hmm. and if you look back at history, it's, this, it's like women are gaining rights. Don't forget that women couldn't vote in like 1916. I'm not you saying – like I, I'm not bringing what, that into it. What, what I'm, I'm saying, saying is that – Just wait. Just let me finish. But don't forget this because of the fact that um, we're 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 in the cult. The culture that we're in is one that is has the the men, the architects are men, and so they have said women are like this, and women have been fighting to say no, we're not just that for hundreds of years and to this day, and I think that something like pageants, is something that has to go because it's of that culture that was created by men to serve men. Mm. And I think it's done. And, and, and the sooner we get on with it, the better. And there's, there's a lot of, um, so I have, I have a little girl. And so I'm thinking about this probably in a different way that you guys are the whole time. I've been thinking about this really in, in one way, which is I have another little girl on the way. What, wh- what would be my reaction or or if they were interested in doing sort of beauty pageants, let's just say, right? So cheerleading and other activities that are, uh, you know, uh, you could look at in in a similar way. I would, I'm not saying I'd be like over the moon about, but I wouldn't, I, I, I loathe to be like the dad that puts his foot down on anything, you know, and I'd be like, you know, whatever, there's like, friends coordination doing a bunch of you know choreographed sort of stuff like competitions i you know whatever i can get behind that uh, um a beauty pageant would be i i really feel like that i would feel i i would feel extremely uncomfortable and i would be mad at myself for for being in this situation and sometimes a lot of that may be out of my hands because of as mike said the culture that 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 is everywhere in this sort of thing but i really do feel um that that it sends it sends the wrong message and i do think that bo is right about who the major audience is of these pageants because i don't think a bunch of men watch beauty pageants maybe they do it'd be interesting to know the demographics but i think that ladies probably uh predominantly watch them it doesn't mean that that's a good thing right it just means that there's sort of an indoctrination that's going on there so for me all the values that are coming out of these beauty pageants are almost like well the words are essentially positive like it's all about like the world peace example or whatever which eye rolling but it's also 
it's also like it's a positive and they're showing skills which are technically positive it's about being beautiful which is essentially a positive thing as opposed to like you know ugly is seen as a negative thing right so it's all about celebrating positive so it's very easy to say like oh why are you getting all riled up about beauty pageants they're really just like a nice piece of americana that's 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 about celebrating all that's positive right and uh i would say that that that's how that you know that's how people get coerced into thinking that they're harmless when in fact that they have you know, next thing you know, you've got like five-year-olds having like fingernail polish applied and their hair done up and conditioned into being the the most beautiful from a very – and sexualized at a very young age. And, and then it just escalates, escalates until you got like 20-something young women who are super insecure all standing together being like, oh, who's going to get the tiara? And oh, man, it just – for me, that seems wholly unhealthy uh, mentally, that is. Mm. Yeah, but eh, anyway, I don't know, man. It's a competition. They don't like you. Don't have to like the people who participate. It choose to participate. It uh, many are called, few are chosen. I, I, I think, I think the larger impact of beauty pageants is not like the contestants or the rigors that they go through, but everyone else, which is sort of you know where I think Mike is tackling this from, like our social norms, and beauty pageants are really cu- very culturally impactful. The roots go deep. And, yeah, and um, I mean, it's just like, I, and I think that it's so hard to 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 pull yourself out of culture to know, like, you know, because I'm sure there's a lot of women who are like, I love beauty pageants, I participated in them, they gave me self esteem, I've really enjoyed these things. How dare you say they're bad? And you know, everyone they'd be entitled to their opinion, and I wouldn't say like you're wrong. It's up to you to decide what's right or what's wrong. And but I do think there's so much at play with like a culture that is dominant that you can't always say what is influencing you and why. I mean, on this show we talked about makeup, which was something we of course It's Ryan Murphy, who was a great guest and we should have on again sometime. <clears throat> yeah, we should it was, it was kind of funny, that's what he got. But uh and I was just thinking about this like like because there's so much hair and makeup is such a thing in pageants and like and like I think of 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 you know w- Again, the culture that this might come out of, like, like my, um, my brother uh, dated a woman and, uh, and she was a pretty lady. Took her, she spent an hour and a half every morning doing her hair and makeup, hour and a half. And it's like, what man do you know that does that? And I mean, she looked good at the end of it. And like, did she <laughs> my, look my better? My brother, <laughs> I know one. <laughs> well, no, but I, but I mean, like, it's 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 a type of look. And I was like, now she did it because it made her feel good. And I'd be like, that's great. Mm-hmm. But again, is that a cultural pressure? I mean, my wife does not wear makeup, and I she looks beautiful every day. And I just like it's, she didn't. She, if she wants uh, to wear makeup, I'm like, great, go ahead. But how much of it is is a cultural pressure? And it just and again coming back to and men don't do it. You know, well, I know have our own half in the morning doing my we hair. have our we have our own stand. Like what we're talking about here is standards, the standards that make you feel either more socially comfortable or not. It's 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 not so much about the makeup as it's even just about physical appearance or buying clothes, buying the same clothes, but not feeling good in them because your body shape isn't what that standard is. Like the vast majority of women do not in the world do not have the shapes that are seen in L'Oreal commercials and beauty pageants and Hollywood and stuff like that. They have, you know, normal human shapes. And I've, I've known, I've known a few women and I've known a few to feel kind of bad or not feel pretty enough to go do something that they're supposed to do or just like, just to be feel down about themselves because there's nothing inside of our control that we can do to make ourselves feel uh, fit in. 
as men, we don't work. Like, we can walk around with a gut all day, but if we're cool because we smoke cigarettes and talk about tractors, we'll find a place we fit in and we don't let it bother us as much, uh, nearly to that extent for the most part. But a lot of women are impacted by those body image issues. It doesn't even have to be about makeup or clothes or things they're doing. No, it doesn't. It's just and, physical and- appearance. And that's that's where I think when you approach this as like these things are standard and we see way too much of those images on the cover of people magazine and less of real people around that, that is what makes us psychologically unhealthy potentially. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and the fact that like, cause I was going to say it even occurred to me that I'm like, Oh, this is sort of starting to change, but how far we are from the change is that the fact, cause I was going to say that you now see more plus size models. And I realize how that term is, freaking bullshit right there to be like to be like why plus size like that's just the size they are like <laughs> people come in all same shapes and sizes i'm like you have to be uh it's not that you're not a size you're a plus size and and, and so you hear the oh there's more plus size models and we're seeing more of this and it's like but it's still it's still treated as is different from what is expected it has to have this little asterisk put on it why can't she just be a model i mean it, you know and Again, I come back to say, like, especially with things like modeling, this stuff, there's, you know, the, it applies to men to a much lesser degree as well, mm-hmm. that we have these norms. But I think that they're mostly unhealthy uh, and much more so from women. And it's like the pageant to me is like the epitome of this all coalesced into one terrible evening so. where you usually have some man. You know, if the woman, if if the host was a woman most of the time, Isn't that it, would go a long way. It used way. to always be so like often Dick, like Dick a, 50, a man in his 50s being like, oh, come on out here, Sarah, you're looking good tonight. It was what like, have you got to say? It's, uh, just the fact that it's a man asking the question, that alone makes wasn't it Wasn't so it like Dick Clark for a long time? Yeah, it's awful. Because <laughs> oh, like, yeah, yeah. Like if I was hosting the, to that, I'd be like, "Why are you guys here? Like, like, come on! Like, I mean, I'm sure you're you. you there's much more going on here. Like, I, and I know that they're all smart women that generally do. They have, you know, university degrees. They got a lot going on, and it's like that's what we should be just celebrating and not in a pageant form, just in being like, yeah, great. You're an awesome member of society. Go out and achieve, you know? Yeah, well, that's look at you in your ball gown. That is kind of one of the one of the aspects to it that always like always throws me because it isn't it's about being some perfect example of a woman again fraught with problems but generally speaking a lot of the people seem to be like overachievers that at least from the, my limited viewing seem to be people who are like i've got a master's degree and i play violin and just like people who are motivated to do things you know not not the kind of stereotype airhead that you might see although i'm sure there's some in there but i feel like it's a validatorian effect you know everything's a competition right so which which is its own uh, set of problems because you know i hate award shows to begin (laughs) i just hate that kind of thing competition i called it bad when we yeah that's true actually Uh, and i'm the valedictorian of the show (laughs) not of your school or anything Uh, i'm surprised you would be more into it i guess this just really hits home when it comes to raising a little girl um, Can we do verdicts? I just wanted to well, say I had, that. I had one more thing that it. I got to bring up because this whole time, <laughs> I wanted to say it right from the start, but this whole time, all I could think of is that Father Ted episode with the uh, the lovely girls competition. And yeah, like, <laughs> that's a satire oh, yeah, where they're like, girls. this is awful. <laughs> <laughs> Spin around, lovely girl. Ooh. Like it's, yeah, it, the lovely girls And it's girls cringeworthy because it is cringeworthy. It is. Like, it I mean, is. 
Yeah, I think probably I'm there too. I tried to devil's advocate it a bit. Hey, but... hey, hey, you're giving your verdict. We haven't even done the train and stuff like that. Oh, no, I'm not giving my the... verdict yet. I'm just sort of mulling over if we've got any more to talk about. I mean, beauty no, pageants, a, a bunch of, of women get together, this. compete who's the awesomest exemplary version of, of a woman that we know, and that's the thing. Do we have a man one? I can't. Is it Brad Pitt? No, we don't. He just, does he just automatically win? Permanently? No, Brad, not anymore. That's a dated reference at this point, Bo. It's Ryan Gosling, isn't it? It's Matt Damon. It's not Matt Damon. I, Matt I, saw, him, I saw him. I saw Matt Damon in Thor. He's pudgy. Is he in Thor? You better go watch that movie. Matt Damon's in Thor. I gotta Google that shit he, right he, now. He, he has a cameo, a really, really good cameo, like excellent, but it's like very short, unaccredited. Anyways. Oh man, I gotta check that yeah. shit out. Anyway. <laughs> Can we get on with verdicts already? Yeah, okay. Right, I just, yeah. I just <laughs> love how much um, Crofton loves Matt David. Like that really is weird. that is Crofton's person of the year every year for like twenty years running. And and if Crofton feels not as much like Matt Damon, he'll have yeah, low like, self esteem. He's all right. I got nothing against him, but I mean, it's just a bit weird. Anyway, store that Thor. He's no Daniel really Day Lewis. All right, I'm right? uh, bringing in the farm animals. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Where is it? Where are the farm animals? Oh, I found. Them. <laughs> they were in the farm animals pageant. Man, aren't there sheep pageants? Don't they have like far- yeah, that's okay. right? Well. Okay, I want to go first because everyone knows what I'm going to say. Uh, um, but there, there are dog shows, and that reminds. And when I thought of, <laughs> I thought of dog shows as being like, well, we do that with dogs. We shouldn't do fucking people. <laughs> like, it's, just, <laughs> it's not right. Uh, I think beauty pageants are bad. Uh, I think. <laughs> I don't even feel like I really need to rehash all the reasons. I think they're bad for society. I think they're bad for women. I think they're bad for men. And I say that being that if you're a listener and you're a woman and you love beauty pageants, that's your right. Uh, It's still my opinion that they're bad and that we should focus on other things. I think it's time for these things to die and us to move on. There are tons of other people, uh, other places that people can put the energies they have into the kind of community around that. They could find somewhere else in a much more productive and empowering way than a beauty pageant can offer uh they're sexist and they're backwards and they're terrible they're they're bad all right tell us how you really feel mike That's i'll okay. go next all right crofton beauty pageants are bad <laughs> uh yeah all, all those reasons mike mike said and i understand how like if you wanted to, to, if you were completely misguided, and and I say this with all due respect, and you thought that they were like a feminist thing about celebrating women, let's say you thought that, you're like, <laughs> well, this is how we recognize and celebrate great women, you know? I'd be like, no, it's not. First of all, <laughs> first of all, but second of all, it could be, right? You could have, comp- you know, like competitions of like. You know, excellence. We talk about the Nobel laureates and stuff like that. They don't. They're not on TV like this. The reason they're on TV is because of oh, sexy bikinis. Like we're gonna get some viewers here, right? Um, if somebody comes in and talks about how they split the atom and discovered DNA or whatever, 
it's probably going to lose a, a, a large part of the audience are going to be like boring or whatever. But really, there could be there's there can be competitions. I wasn't necessarily against the concept of competitions. The beauty competitions, beauty contests is what it is. Like who is the most beautiful? And that's like inside and out. So like the idea of the questions, just to be clear, and is to test internal beauty to be like yes this person is very beautiful in their swimsuit but are they also beautiful on the inside <laughs> oh they like world peace hmm, must be beautiful <laughs> and, 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 and the, oh, fact, the fact that donald trump has bought these things and, and, and i think like you know if you've listened to the show long enough you know none of us have any love for Donald Trump. He's an ugly person. And the fact that an ugly person is so, you know, his whole apartment, his whole condo penthouse is gold. Everything is gold. Garish. The appearance of opulence, of richness. Isn't and he a role model? It, Where are you going do, with this? Doesn't it make the fact that he would go and buy a beauty pageant or support a beauty pageant and walk on and the women when they're changing reflects to what what sort of person a beauty pageant attracts and what what um, it, it reflects that sort of culture, the culture of like appearing uh, appearance above all else, appearance above all else. And uh, and so there's a lot of negative there. And, and while I think that there's ways of healthily celebrating men and women, beauty pageants are definitely not one of them. So all of that to say they're very bad. Did I already give you sound? There you go. It, was, it was so long I forgot. It was so far in the past the first time I pushed the button. Good verdict, though. Um, and I'll explain why it was a good verdict. Let's, but let's hear did, it, Bo. Didn't you win a Trump award? I'm fairly certain you shouldn't bring he Trump did. into anything because you have the Trump award of something. Um, Bandization. I'm the right. best. Yeah. yeah. He's the best. <laughs> so, so it's... This episode has been really funny because I started off like, oh, yeah, for sure. I hate beauty pageants. And as the conversation went on, I started to, to switch the other way. And I'll explain why. All right. Uh, for listeners here, if you've still new and haven't gone back to the back catalog, like I'm a pro prostitution. He said prostitution's good. He said pornography's well, good. It's, it, this it, falls in line. It's, it's relevant because I feel that people should be free to do what they want with their bodies. And if that means doing shit like this, sometimes when we start teetering in the whole, like, it's bad for for women, it's bad for men, or it's racist, I'm just like, but people are still allowed to do what they want to do, and people Coercion, Bo. are going to like what they're going to like. And, I, and I've been mulling it over, and it's thanks to Crofton's verdict, actually, that I sort of came to, to, to peace, came to unparse correctly, understand what I'm feeling here, which is just that... As Michael often tell people, I'm a hedonist. I love things that are beautiful. I love appreciating beauty, whether it's something you're seeing or experiencing or just an indelible feeling. The idea that something can be beautiful is great. And I think there are certain operations at play, especially between men and women, where that transaction can be unfair or can be denigrating to, let's face it, women most of the time. But that... That it's still I don't care because I like it. It's still okay to see a woman and be like, "That's very, I'm very, you know, aroused or beautiful." I find like that. It's what you feel. You can deny it or not. And a lot of what we're trying to do is 
make sure our behavior is respectful towards one another. That's where, you know, the line is treating people like people, even though you feel these things. That's where the line is. So I don't just want to blanket say like, hey, beauty pageants are bad. I don't want to do that. But Crofton cleared it up for me because, you know what, all contests are pretty stupid. And one's relating to, you know, you can like beauty, but still think the contest aspect is stupid, which... Let's face it, is the most aggravating part of the whole thing is this is this unquantifiable like how do you you know how do you measure inner beauty? Oh, I like world peace. And I'm like, the ugliest person could be into world peace. That doesn't do it. So this is it's really dumb and based on nothing. And as Mike says, it's probably just to enable um sexual predators and misogynists in their in their dalliances. Dalliances. Anyways, yeah, I'm Mike holding. It's <laughs> true. Mike was right. Yeah. So uh, you guys are both right, and I'm I'm thanking you in in my big speech here for helping me get my verdict right, which is that beauty pageants are bad. Oh, thank oh, God. God. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that you're so close to being like. Uh. <laughs> I started so, to sway, dude. I'm not gonna lie. It's gonna be good a, for you. Yeah, for but you, I'm I'm like in my heart of hearts. I know these are bad, so. So I'm not sure if you guys, before Bo does the business here, uh, I'm not sure if you guys ever saw this show. It existed for like a season at the beginning of the 2000s. It was when American Idol had just t- the the three ho- the three judges format was really popular, <clears throat> and it was called "Are You Hot or Not?" Okay, <laughs> and essentially. <clears throat> There was a web, was. Wasn't there a website about that or something? Oh, I'm sure there was at one point. That's what Facebook a, was before it was Facebook, I think. This was a reality show, and I can go into Tinder, and I can go into all this stuff, sort of stuff. But, like, it was a reality show, and it had three hosts, okay? So one of them, I know, was Lorenzo Lamas, who is, like, an 80s no nobody television star or whatever. The reason I only remember him and the other two were, like, the other two were celebrities like known for their looks and just – but like being like B-list celebrity or C-list celebrities. And people would come on stage, both men and women, men in a Speedo, women in a bikini. And then they would essentially turn around and they would be like – and each judge would be like either have to say hot or not hot. And incidentally <laughs> – Everybody was hot. So it was like really like hot or super hot. But the worst part was that Lorenzo Lamas had a laser pointer. Okay. And oh, he would, God. He would be, he would <laughs> oh be literally God. pointing at their legs and being like, um, could do work here. Uh, there's some. So, so, <laughs> so degrading. It, it was so degrading. And there was a tremendous amount of outcry. And it got canceled after a season or not even. And uh, it's just funny, though, because, yeah, that's a bridge too far, right? That's a bridge too far. But beauty pageants are that direction. You know what I mean? That's too far, but this is okay, you know? Like, uh, I don't know. Close. It's, it's know, called so. Are You Hot, I think. It's on YouTube. Are you- yeah. Yeah, yeah, you go watch old episodes there, Bo. Thank you. Yeah, That'll- you'll enjoy it. The hedonist. Are you hot to search for America's sexiest people? Yeah, the for American sexy. What year, Bo? Uh, 2003. Say? It's not that old, man. That's like Yo, that's old, old, man. That's like 
that's like fifteen uh, years. Yeah. It's only fifteen See? years ago. Why are you guys acting like fifteen years is a long time ago? It is a long time. It's Get with it, Bo. Dude, ancient there's, history. There's no Facebook then. I mean, it's not in HD. I think there do was the business. Facebook. It's not in HD. Uh, I can't watch. It's not in HD. Sorry. Well, they definitely don't look hot if they're not in HD. I can't see anything. Actually, I think that fuzziness probably makes people look hotter. Uh, I know I look better when the lights are dim. I won't be able to see the laser pointer. Uh, it's like my dad used to tell me, Bo, son, they're all the same in the dark. And if you want to send us your emails in the dark, you can send it to us, goodbadbull at gmail.com. And there we'll try to read them, but they'll all look the same. Uh, finally, or not finally, I barely started this whole thing. Uh, if you want to find out more about the show, go to goodbadbull.com. Uh, there you can you know find all of our previous 208 episodes for you to listen to. You can subscribe, check out our Facebook or Twitter links and follow us there. All the stuff, goodbadbull.com gets you some. Finally, I want to uh, take a little time out to say a few things about Patreon. So patreon.com slash goodbadbull is where you can sign up and help support the show. We are completely free for as long as uh, you need us to be. But if you do want to help us pay for server costs or to, I don't know, get a cup of coffee, things like that, we really do appreciate it, and it's actually not, uh, oh no, it is, good, bad, bill. But there is a little bit of a change recently with the Patreon, um, the way Patreon works. So this is as much to existing patrons as to new ones, uh, but they have increased fees so that when you are pledging, there's now a $0.35 cents transaction fee on top of what you're paying, plus 2% which is not a lot on a dollar if you're chipping in a dollar, but this is actually a pretty controversial thing that's happening with a lot of folks, uh, patrons. We're still monthly and going to continue on as is for now, because you know, it's not like we're bringing in a ton of money, but we do realize it's impactful to you. So if that's something you do want to change, please feel free to do so. You're under no obligation to support us at any time. Uh, so if that is something that's strenuous for you financially, please consider that. Otherwise we thank you for your continued support at patreon.com slash goodbadbull. All right, uh, with that said, if you want to find out more about what I'm up to uh, and more great things my dad says, well, I don't really post them that much on Twitter, but you never know, uh, at boschwartz.com. Uh, if you want to find out more about what Mike's up to, including if you want to objectify his glorious beard, because I'm telling you, this man, has, I think, is the most handsome version of Mike in 208 episodes. He literally looks like he broke someone's heart like an hour ago. Like like just a, a George Clooney. How, uh, how do you know I didn't? Oh, get off Mike's jock. So um, <laughs> if people want to find out more about your sexy ass, where can they find it, Mike? See, the worst part about that is because, like, I'm an aging man, and you can say that. But, like, again, come back to the beauty pageant. They're, like, 21, and then they're over the hill. Yeah, they're... Yes, I am sexy as who I am. You can't be a woman and, and be over 23 and be attractive. It's impossible. I know. Says this, uh, says misogynistic assholes. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. I'm attractive for a 38 year old man. I think. Uh, <laughs> I have self esteem some of the time. Uh, you can follow my barely existing tweets at ML Hodgins. Okay, and um, if our listeners want to find out uh, more about our our youthful but our our youthful faced but not youthful minded. Uh, Maverick uh, and winner of the Donald Trump Award for Self-Aggrandization 
Crofton Steers. Where can they find you, Crofton? Well, they can follow me on Twitter, uh, where I'm going to select a few tweets at random, get do them up all pretty like now that I can go up to 280 characters, and then vote on which one is hottest at Crofton Steers. All right, that sounds good. And I'd like to give a little shout out to uh, to, to Wicked Kitten, our moderator, and to Clown Baby, regular listener, who says that his nephew thinks we look like a Canadian boy band. So again, on the, it just shows how rough it is up here. <laughs> we look like boys, full beards, and we all the, can't sing. And the fact that boy bands are clearly getting older. They're I all One true. Direction young. They're all they, they do reunion tours like Backstreet Boys and New Kids. They tour together. We'll with, talk after the show. With New Direction. I don't know. I don't one know Direction. The, I don't know who that is. <laughs> yeah, I didn't either. What? I saw it on a billboard. I was like, what the hell is that? And and then One I Direction, it, I better drive the other way. One Direction no, was like, like new walking a little while they're, they're ago. A boy, they're a boy band. It's still a thing. Oh, is it? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, you're old, Bo. Remember 50? You're like, 15 years ago wasn't long ago? Yeah, it was. The people who decide culture were one then. And now they're and now they're the people who dominate what gets what's in the pop culture. So, You're old. I guess so, uh, uh, I, I just I, I take the long <laughs> I take the long view of time. You know, like uh, hundred years, not that long, guys. We we tend to think, oh my god, so much change in twenty years, and I'm like, it's some stuff isn't cyclical and comes back around. So I figure, like Bo's always lamenting the proper place to end this show. I figure what what he should do is ask us a question, as he would be a beauty pageant host, and Mike and I can be contestants, okay. and we will each we will each give him our best our best okay. answer. Okay, okay, okay. Sure Here, I'm going. Don't take too long to answer. Okay, so Michael, uh, China yes, and Schultz. Tibet are at each other's throats. They're about to hit nuclear. They're about to hit. Who, who is? Nuc- wait, can, can you repeat the question? I didn't hear it from the start. Oh, sorry. Um, two countries, China and um, North Korea. They're they're they had a falling out, and they're about to to shoot nuclear missiles at each other, but which would cause disaster throughout the globe. So, what would you, if you could sit down, the leader of China and the leader of North Korea in a room? What would you say to both of them to avert nuclear war? Well, um, I would call the one from North Korea fat and say that the one from China is uh, is trying to manipulate currency because that probably would solve the problem. That's what I'd do. Okay, thank you for your for your answer. Um, now, Crofton, I have a question for you. Yes, uh, um, so So you've called up um, uh, your favorite pizza place to order your favorite style of pizza and... Um, and, and which I believe is is meat lovers. So what's your favorite style of pizza? My favorite style of pizza is and world what? peace. Okay, well, let's say you call up to get some world peace pizza, and they told you that they don't have any more, and that they're actually going to bill you five dollars for the inconvenience of calling them, even though they're out of stock because they have to pay their bills. How would you handle that uh, without losing your temper? I would say. Why can't we get along all together in the world? I really feel that we're all people who are beautiful butterflies on the inside. And sometimes our chrysalis just needs to expand so we can spread our wings together. And I would say that to the pizza man and I think it would be good. 
All right, good, very good. You're both lovely, lovely men. For for oh. the record, I think Crofton's uh, was impersonation was quite demeaning. <laughs> <laughs> That's the end. That's the end spot. Perfect. Thank you. Thank you for that, Mike. Uh, uh, like, I'm not going to have to declare a winner, am I? They're both such great answers. Are you a fan of the Good, Bad, or Bullshit podcast? Consider supporting the show by becoming one of our valued patrons at patreon.com. For as little as the cost of one cup of coffee a month, your generous support will help keep the random topic generator oiled and fueled for future generations. Find out more at patreon.com slash goodbadbull.